Hi, it's Scott Rockfile Hamilton with another podcast for your ears. This is an opinion podcast about vinyl and the state of music today. Haven't done an opinion one in a while, so here we go. Vinyl is dumb. Actually, the title's clickbait, so just stick with me for a minute. I'll start off by saying this. Vinyl sounds amazing if you have the system to fully appreciate it. Unfortunately, most of us don't. And vinyl has become a thing that's hip, and it's cool because our parents gave it up, our grandparents in some cases, and and they've gone digital and streaming, and so the kids are like, ooh, vinyl, vinyl's so cool. And I will agree with some of the artists, like Michael Ackerfeldt of Opeth, who thinks that vinyl helps create a reverence towards music, that you put the album on, you listen to side one, you have to get up, flip it over, and listen to side two, you have to clean the thing, and all that kind of stuff. And I grew up listening to nothing but vinyl. I had a cassette player, but vinyl was the way to go. And I had a pretty big system, because my dad was really into music with big speakers and stuff like that. So I, I did fully appreciate the vinyl experience. But as I got older and got into radio and moved around a lot, my vinyl record collection was the heaviest thing to move, and right around the time I was going to move to Grand Cayman, I sold off my album collection for the most part. I have a few left over, um, some important albums to me in my career or my life and my listening experience in my early days, and those will probably go up on a wall or something eventually. But it was just easier to deal with CDs and digital. And at that time, I had been in the radio industry for over 15 years, and I was getting all my music on CD. And we really hadn't started getting everything in MP3s yet. I mean, it was Napster, but the quality was pretty crap. And, and even record labels were not sending a lot of MP3s or WAV files at the time because, well, the internet was a lot slower, and it took... You know, it was hard to send a 40 meg file or a 50 meg file or even a 25 meg file. You, that just couldn't be done back then. You're, you have young people today have no idea what the early days of the internet was like when it would, took forever to download something. And now we have speeds here at the house. I'm over 200 meg download speed. I can download an entire album very quickly. But that's that was science fiction back in the day. But anyway, I what started this is because I, I I pay attention to trends. I pay attention to pop culture and I pay a w- attention to the way people are digesting media. I had a conversation with my buddy over the weekend that it looks like the movie companies are even getting away from releasing Blu-rays and 4Ks, releasing hard copies because everybody is streaming their TV shows, their music. Everybody is downloading. Everybody is not buying. They're they're just streaming and they're paying for subscription services. And I'll get into that in a second. And to be honest, vinyl is horribly expensive. An album can be 30 bucks. And for that, you can buy three or more CDs of the same artist, if you wish. But if you go to stores now, Best Buy stopped carrying music altogether, but they carry a little bit of vinyl up front and they charge a premium for it. Uh, Walmart, carries a very tiny little CD section, but they have hundreds of albums in the $5 bin. Now, I appreciate that they give us deals, but also know that when you're buying music at Walmart, they do sell edited copies. So look at the strip on the top or the back and make sure you're not getting an edited version because I'm all about getting the standard album version that the artist released. 
cuss words and all, there's an artistic intent to them for the most part, and I hate edited stuff. I understand why we have FCC laws for FM radio, because families could be listening, and and we can't have R-rated content just blasting out of speakers, but I'm on the internet, and there is no FCC for internet radio, and I... If I can get a copy of an unedited version of a song, I play it regardless of the language in it. And I'm sorry if that offends anybody, but that's the artistic intent of the artist. And I'm trying to play the original album version, the version you would buy, not the version you would hear on FM radio. My stations are built to introduce you to new music, and I'll get to that as well. Vinyl's expensive. Digital is just easier. Again, if you have the system and you have the time, and you have the budget to get heavily into vinyl, by all means, get into vinyl. It's a wonderful experience, and it sounds great. Analog has a warm sound that digital cannot recreate, but I'll get into some new formats here in just a second. Digital's easier, streaming's easier, CDs are easier, and we are all about convenience here in the second going into the third decade of the 21st century. It is just easier, and everybody wants to consume things easier. That's also a double-edged sword. Now, when you're listening to music, not everybody has a big system, and everybody's getting into earbuds and headphones these days. And do some research. Don't skimp on headphones. Don't just buy what's popular, because in all honesty, Beats are fairly terrible. Most Bluetooth earbuds are fairly terrible. Sure, you're getting the convenience of no cord, and I understand that, but you are sacrificing sound quality. It is a very highly expensive earbud that can even come close to better sounding headphones at a much lower price. The Bluetooth technology is just not quite there yet, and I personally use wired ear, in-ear monitors, IEMs, uh, over headphones because I just don't like you know, the big cans on my ears when I'm out walking the dogs or whatever. And I've got some very reasonably priced IEMs that blow away the sound of $260 earbuds and things like that. Uh, I've been in radio for over three decades, and for a long time I used Sony headphones. And great sound, but they they didn't resolve the sound. They didn't give you the depth, the imaging, the not just the width, but the depth of the music. And it's amazing the technology we have now. I picked up some Tin Hi-Fi T4s. Tin Hi-Fi is a Chinese company that is producing high-end audiophile ways of listening to music at very, very reasonable prices. I was just about to pull the trigger and buy some T3s based on some reviews because you honestly can't go into a store and audition headphones much anymore. Not a wide variety. You've got Beats or Bose or this and that's it. And I've always been a fan of a more live sounding speaker and headphone. I'm I'm definitely in the Klipsch, JBL, Polk, family more than, say, Bose. I do like a natural sound, but I want to hear the sizzle of the cymbals. I want to hear the presence, not just the low end, but the high end of the recording. And that's just, I like things a little bit on the bright side. I always used to crank up the treble in my car, and these days I try and listen to most things flat. If it's a good recording, I can. In the car, maybe bump up the treble in the mids because that's what's get lost first when you're driving in a car due to surrounding road noise and things like that. 
But don't skimp on headphones and just buy what is convenient or what everybody else is getting because there are so many different choices out there. You can find something that pleases your ear better probably for a lower price than just buying the latest Apple product. Uh, and I'm an Apple fan. I have an iPhone. I get the whole ease and the, and the convenience. But if you really love music, spend a little money on good, good earphones if you're not going to get a big speaker system. Streaming services are here to stay. They're not going anywhere as a whole. But your streaming service probably will. When you stream and you pay a monthly fee, no matter how cheap it is, to enjoy a wide variety of music, you don't own anything. It's much like listening to the radio, but less, less involving, shall we say. Spotify and services like that will throw whole albums up there, and yes, you can listen to them, but you don't own it. And if Spotify went away tomorrow... Where would your favorite albums be? How would you listen to them? You have no options there. If you really love something, buy it. If you really love a song, if you really love an album, I don't care if you buy the vinyl, the CD, or the digital file, but buy it and own it so you can listen to it forever. This is something that may go away in the future because of convenience, because everybody wants to stream, but... If you think this new pop album is the best thing you've ever heard and you're going to listen to it for years, buy a freaking copy of it. Own it. Because otherwise, you may not. One day, Spotify will go away. People say, you know, it's funny in the days of Napster and in the days of downloading full albums and, and bit torrenting and things like that, Stephen Wilson and other artists said, Music is becoming disposable. When a kid can download the entire Beatles catalog, listen to a song that they don't like, and then hit delete and delete the whole catalog, and it didn't cost them anything and no time, no money invested, music becomes disposable. And we're losing the patience to listen for the punchline, to listen for the good parts. I am all for a hit song that you listen to once and like it on the first time you hear it. That There's nothing wrong with that. But that's also like a disposable action movie. Sometimes you want something deeper, something a more fulfilling experience. And for me, I would much rather listen to a Pink Floyd album with some depth and, some, and, and much more going on, there, or a Rush album, than I would a pop single and listen to that over and over and over. But that's just my choice. There is great music in all the different genres. I may not be a fan of, say, country music or rap music or whatever, but there are good artists in all those genres. Do the work and find the good ones. You don't have to have a music background to know how to separate the good, the quality, from the crap, the product. There is so much in all of the genres. You you Go Google it. Some of the big rap guys, some of the big country people, some of the big pop people will say, we are inundated with so much crap. And it's easy to listen to and it's easily digestible, but it's just product and there's nothing behind it. The same guys and the same girls are writing a bunch of different songs. You know, most of the songs you hear on the radio, whether it be country, pop, or whatever, they're written all by the same people. And the songs were sold to these artists for them to produce them. And I'm a big fan of the artists that write their own music, the artists who perform and create this art. Because music still is art. I grew up a musician. So for me, music is a whole different thing. 
I when I listen to it, I listen to the guitar parts. I listen to the drum. I, I listen to how it's all put together and how it's produced. I know how music is made. I can read music still. It is a much deeper experience for me, and I understand the people, and I have programmed for people who just want to hear something with a good beat, who just want to hear something fun, and there's nothing wrong with that. But again, we are inundated today in all media with movies that are crap, with music that is crap, because they just want you to buy it. And it, it it's, it's like a wave crashing against rocks because people aren't buying things anymore. People are streaming things. And when, when you pay for Netflix, which I do, or Amazon Prime, or, or, or Spotify, which I don't, um, it's easy to put something on and five minutes into it, not watch it or listen to it anymore. I'm as guilty as anybody. I was trying to watch Six Underground, and I just, I, the Michael Bay Unleashed was just pummeling me. I, I do want to finish the movie because I understand it gets better, but anyway... There is something about listening to music to me that is almost holy, that is almost religious. I I love putting on my headphones, putting on an album, and listening to it walking my dogs. Or at night when I have some free time and dimming the lights and just listening to an album I love. There, That is one of my favorite things on the planet, always has been, always will be. And... I have so many albums, thanks to a radio career and thanks to the fact that I've been a music addict all my life, that I have something for just about every mood that comes up. When Neil died of Rush, I listened to all my Rush albums, including ones that I don't listen to very much. Everybody has their favorite period in their favorite artist music. I'm a, a fan of the 2112 to Moving Pictures phase of Rush's career more than anything else. But I pulled out some of their albums that I don't listen to very often and really enjoyed getting deeper into a band that I already loved. And when Sean Reiner died over the weekend, he was the drummer for Death and Cynic and several other bands, I met the guy. He's a nice guy. Uh, he was an incredibly talented drummer, arguably one of the best ones on the planet. And I've pulled out some of the Cynic albums and some of his other work that I didn't listen to as much as, say, uh, Traced in Air, which is a fantastic Cynic album if you haven't listen to that one. But so I use these anniversaries, birthdays, deaths, those kind of things as a reason to pull something back out of my library because my library is so vast. Um, record companies have sent me CDs of all the formats that I've worked in. I have literally thousands of CDs in storage and they're all ripped to my iTunes in a lossless format. So I still hear the music the way it was intended. I don't listen to MP3s for the most part, unless that's the only way I could get something. Some albums have still not been mastered and re-released on CD. Some record labels only send out MP3s, that kind of thing. But for the most part, I listen to lossless formats. And that gets into some of the new formats. There is DSD, which is a direct digital format. And recording studios are set up that way now, some of them, that has much more bandwidth and much more bit depth than our current standards for CDs, whether professional. Professional audio was at a higher frequency, 48K to the 44K on, on what you bought in the store. Um, but that's 
kind of splitting hairs. DSD and other formats are now giving us more depth than even vinyl can reproduce. You can literally hear the room that the songs were recorded in. And if you have the equipment to play back something like a DSD, you're really getting an incredible experience. I bought a little Fio music player that can play any format from MP3 to Apple Lossless to Waves to Flax to DSD. And I've been auditioning the different kinds of files and there really is a huge difference if you have the equipment to tell the difference you know if you're listening on your phone everything's going to sound about the same if you're listening on your surround sound system which is what I have if it's not recorded in surround sound it sounds a little anemic and that that is what I meant by if you have the proper system to listen to vinyl some people buy these little all-in-one table turntables that have speakers in them. And I'm sorry, that's going to sound like a, a transistor radio. It's just not going to sound. If you have an isolated turntable with a, you know, a moving magnetic cartridge and you, and you have the nice setup and the big speakers, you can really reproduce the vinyl sound and it sounds better than almost anything. And in my next system, I am going to have a separate two-channel system to fully reproduce digital CDs, DSD, and things like that. Because my surround sound system doesn't really do justice to a two-channel stereo recording. Now, I'm a big fan of Stephen Wilson and some of his work, and he releases almost everything in surround sound mixes. And he's doing surround sound mixes for classic artists like Yes and such. And this really opens up, and it, it will never catch on completely, but it really opens up the listening experience. I remember... The first time, I'm not the biggest Grateful Dead fan, but I got American Beauty on a, on a DVD audio back in the day when they were making DVD audio files. And they had really gone to great trouble to remix the album into surround sound. And you really felt like you were sitting in the center of the room where the rest of the musicians were surrounding you playing music. You could hear this guitar over on this side and this bass over here and the drums behind, you know. every It wasn't mixed like a front soundstage, like a concert or like a, a two-channel stereo recording. It was mixed like you were sitting in the middle of the room listening to these guys playing. And that was a whole different experience for me, and I really enjoyed it. And There have been some surround sound recordings that aren't very good. That basically just all the sound is coming out of all the channels and that's not you want something more discreet but that's a that's a whole different ball game and I'm getting off the whole vinyl is dumb thing in the end vinyl is not dumb any way that you can listen to music and digest it more than just a Spotify stream or an FM radio is amazing and please keep doing it if you're buying vinyl if you're buying CDs if you're buying digital files please keep doing it so they don't go away Radio is still the best way to find new music. Unfortunately, most radio stations where you're going to find new music have moved to the internet. FM radio is moving towards nostalgia formats almost entirely. It is more profitable. It is easier to sell. Not to blow anybody's mind, but radio stations are there to make money. And they want their advertisers to spend money to advertise so they create formats that people will quote-unquote buy that they would play in their store that they would play at work that they would play in their car and a lot of people because this happens to most people when we get out of high school and college we stop doing the the work to discover new music so many people say there's nothing good today these are the same people 
They they get out of you know I, so many of my friends. I love '80s music. I love '90s music. I love '70s music, and I do too, but not exclusively, and not to the detriment that I haven't listened to anything that's come out. It's 2020. We are 20 years into the 21st century. 1980 was 40 years ago. If back in the 80s, when some of us were in school, our parents had been listening to music that was 40 years old, we would cringe. It So much time has passed. Music has evolved so much, and maybe your taste haven't because you haven't listened. You haven't done the work. And FM radio stations are afraid to play new music because it's unfamiliar. When you turn on the radio, you want something familiar. This is a, an, just something in the psyche of most humans. But there are music fans out there who are dying to hear new music. So go on the internet. There are hundreds of thousands of radio stations for every type. You like a good nostalgia format? Believe me, there's some that go deeper than FM radio. FM radio is programmed to listen to in chunks that hopefully you'll listen to all the way to work or you'll listen to while you're at work or you will listen at home or, you know. Radio has to be profitable. And I have worked most of my life in the FM radio industry and I love the radio industry and that's the difference. You will see people complaining that this radio station doesn't play this or this doesn't play that. Of course they don't. Because they're trying to be profitable and they're trying to be able to sell their radio stations to advertisers who want to spend money on them. And by playing the latest and greatest, that's not always what some clients are looking for and not what some listeners are looking for. But radio is a certain kind of thing to listen. It, it gets you into, say, part of the team. A good radio, a good programmed radio station will make you feel like it was made for you, that you were part of not just its audience, but you were on the same team with these people, the same love of things. And that's what great radio is all about. But in the world of internet radio, you have all of these people, some of these guys are artists and putting together stations to introduce you to Latin music or world music or electronic music or in my case I have two radio stations targeted at 21st century music on the rock side and on the progressive rock side. They do play older songs because obviously there still has to be some familiar music within those formats, within that genre. But for the most part, both of my stations are fully focused on 21st century music because we are 20 years into the 21st century. And if you totally discount, if you're an 80s fan or a 90s fan, and you totally discount everything that's come out since, two decades of music and there's nothing in there you like, there's just nothing in there that you've heard that you've liked. Nothing points us out better than the Grammy Awards, which were on last night. In some ways, they have their finger on the pulse of of what is new and what deserves to be recognized. On the other hand, sometimes they have no idea what they're doing. There is a wide variety of people that vote on uh, on the Academy Awards and the Grammys, and they all have different ideas of what rock is or what hip-hop is or what country is or whatever. For example, three out of the five rock acts nominated for Best Rock Song were not rock, in my opinion, and it's what I do. <laughs> Their pop songs, they were, you know, they, they just, they weren't, 
they weren't the best examples of what rock is. On the flip side, the metal nominees this year were pretty on point. I'm not a big fan of some of those artists, but I will agree that they deserve it. They are good metal songs or good metal albums, and that Tool won for a 15-minute song shows that there is still something in there that that Grammy is getting a hold of. And, and But, wow, some of the things that were nominated were just, just not even right for the genre and some of the things that won i am not taking anything away about the gentleman who won and i'm not going to name names but the gentleman who won the big rock awards but listen to his music it's more rock and blues and it's not just to me if you win best rock song of the year it should be indicative of what the best rock song out there this year was and there was another band in that category that deserved it much more because, well, rock is based on blues. But if that's all you're doing is bringing blues up to now, nothing he does fantastic music, don't get me wrong, but it's not what is rock today. So anyway, not getting too much into a specific format. This was supposed to be general about music. If you love any kind of type of music dig into that just don't listen to what's popular go to what record stores are left go to what websites are out there find some internet radio stations even on spotify find the playlists for that genre and dig deeper into it and don't just buy the same artist because that's what everybody else is buying again there is great rap music out there there is great country music out there but what is played on the fm radio sometimes is easily digestible and totally disposable versions of those genres and not what is indicative of what's the best of those genres if that makes any sense at all the best is not always be- what becomes most popular. And there's nothing wrong with popularity and being successful. I love the recent Star Wars movies but uh, and the recent Avengers movies, but I would argue they're not the lighthouse or parasite. You know, what is popular is not always the best. It is just popular. And Entertainers are there to make what's popular more popular, but artists are there to make their art and look for the artists and the genres you love. Um, Billie Eilish, I'm not the biggest fan, but she's creating something different. I don't know why she did a reggae cover on her debut album, but okay. (laughs) Um, She is still doing something artistic with pop music. I will give her that. Did she deserve to win all those awards last night? Probably not. She is not the second coming of the greatest pop artist ever, ever. That would go down to somebody, you know, the new Michael Jacksons of the world. And they're, they're, anyway. Not picking on any particular artist. If you love her, great. If you love Michael Jackson, great. If you love Disturbed, if you love Fife, you know, if you love any type of artist, genre, whatever, get deeper into it and find more things you love. Because... We have so many opportunities to listen these days. So there is, you have no idea. I spent my career in FM radio and totally getting things from record labels, deciding what was the best thing for my radio station and playing them and putting together a playlist, putting together a set of music that you would want to listen to if you like that kind of music. 
Once I got onto internet radio and record labels from other countries found out what I was doing and started sending me music, you cannot imagine how the the doorways of my mind opened up and my ears to bands I had never heard of, to to sounds I had artists I had never even fathomed existed. It you find a good artist that can be a gateway drug into things. For me, it was like Porcupine Tree. I discovered Porcupine Tree and went, wow, somebody's still making progressive music, but it's progressive music of today. It doesn't sound like Yes. It doesn't sound like Rush. It doesn't sound like Genesis. But it is progressive because it uses different styles and and the songs are a little more complicated or, or use different things than you would normally expect in that type of song. And from that, I expanded to bands that they toured with and bands that they liked. And, and from there, I expanded from those bands. And it just blossomed out to turn out that Europe has never let rock die, let metal die, let progressive rock die. It has flourished over there. And over here, we seem to chase what is popular and what we hear on the FM radio, what we what we see on TV. And... I'm sorry, not every song deserves a fleet of dancers. I did not watch the Grammys last night. I've pretty much given up on award shows. But watching the 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 rundown of what happened last night and everything, oh my God, Aerosmith, just retire, please. <laughs> the Grammy Awards were set up for one particular type of fan, music fan, who likes a certain thing. And I just don't think any of the other genres and styles were fully represented last night when you've got even rock artists got fleets of dancers. I know they're trying to keep it interesting, trying to keep it watchable on TV, but in the modern age when we have literally millions of different things to watch and things to listen to, we don't have to feed a one type of person or a one type of listener know that there are many colors to this rainbow of music lover, that there are many colors in that rainbow of movie lovers, and find the colors that you like. Find the the flavors that that taste best to you in in what you like. Uh, If you don't like action movies, don't go see action movies. If you don't like rap music, don't listen to rap music and, and turn off the radio and go find something else. Turn off the movie and go find something else that you do like. And And let's stop with the... I hate this because I don't like it, or I hate this because I haven't heard anything else, and find the things you love. That's what listening to music has always been about to me, and watching movies is is finding the, the ones you love, finding the stuff that that makes you feel good or bad or whatever, however you wanted to feel that day. And again, I have over 15,000 CDs. I can, literally any mood that comes upon me, I can whip out, throw on my, my digital audio player, and appreciate, enjoy. If I want something easy to listen to and tap my foot to, I've got it. If I want something deep and that's going to take me a long time to digest and think about and it's going to take me other places. Or, yes, I still listen to older albums. I do like that nostalgia feel, too. This takes me back to high school. Or this takes me back to growing up. But I consume a massive amount of music on a daily basis. And if I, all I did was consume old music... I can see why someone's tastes would only be old music, but that doesn't work for me, and it doesn't work for millions of other people. I have listeners in 168 countries to my internet radio stations 
who are hungry for what is new, what, what's around the corner, what's going to come out in 2020 that's going to blow my mind, that's going to be that good. I literally had an incredibly hard time picking a top 25 albums of the past year. I only ranked five, and the other 20 I just put alphabetically because they were so good. I, it was splitting hairs to say one's better than the other. There is so much good music and so many good movies out there these days that... It's easy to stream. It's easy to just... I'm not getting into this five minutes into it and turn it off, but the best things in life require a little work. You know, you're not going to become famous by just sitting on your ass and thinking you're going to be famous. You are not going to love new music by just going, I'm going to try this. Oh, I don't like it. Have some patience, which most people don't have these days. You can watch people driving and see that nobody has patience anymore, or watch people in a store. There's just there's just very little patience out there. But have some patience when it comes to art, to music and movies and things like that. And if vinyl is your your drug of choice, then double down on vinyl and listen and listen and listen and audition things and try new things and experiment because if you cultivate that new, you will cultivate it in next generations. And I don't have children, I have dogs, but I'm hoping that there are young people listening to my rock stations going, I had no idea this kind of music still existed, or I have, my parents don't listen to this kind of stuff, but wow, this is great. Because I still have an opinion on what is good music. I know what makes up music and how it's created and how it's made. And I can easily, in 60 seconds or less, tell if a new song is is just a piece of product there to sell records or is something really good and depth. And I'm taking a stand with my radio stations. There are a fleet of rock bands right now doing pop covers, which I think is fun. It, it's, it's disposable fun to pay tribute to a song or like the band Quar just released a cover of Shallow and they did it because well the songwriting hit them and and they know that the person who wrote it is is secretly a metalhead and that's cool and they did a cool version of it but like I talked about in another podcast you are not going to become famous on a cover for the most part every once in a while in in the world it happens there are a few covers that have broken through and become synonymous with that artist but Honestly, I look for the artists who write their own music. I look for the artists who are trying to, hey, check me out, and if you like it, please enjoy it. And most of the artists I play typify that we're just making the music we love. We hope you come along. From Rush to Stephen Wilson and Porcupine Tree, these are artists who... They make the music they love, and they hope other people dig it. And if they don't, that's fine. They understand. But this is what they're going to do because they want to do it, not because they want to come become more popular, not because they want to sell more albums or sell more concert tickets, because they make music because they want to. And they make movies because they want to. And those are the artists I really want because there are plenty of entertainers out there who just want to hook you, to want to sell you the latest movie and sell you the latest track. Not always my cup of tea. Again, I understand wanting to listen to something that's easily digestible or watch something that's easily digestible. I have those nights myself where I'll just watch a dumb TV show on Netflix. But for the most part, I like things that are deeper experience. And again, if if we cultivate this in ourselves, we we will carry that on to other people. Hopefully, they notice that I don't post on my personal page that which is 
you know, not worthy of my posts. I try to post things that I I love and I'm sharing them with you. And it's the same thing with the radio stations. I love all the music I play. Sure, there are popular songs I play on both of the radio stations, but they're good popular songs. I'm not saying that all popular music is bad or all popular movies are bad. I'm just saying there is a lot more water in that ocean than what's on the surface. Get into it. And if vinyl is the way, buy vinyl. Vinyl sounds great if you have the system to appreciate it on. So vinyl is not dumb. It was just a clickbait title and a way to get into this. We need to just buy more music and stop just streaming subscription services. If you love something, buy it and own it and you can listen to it forever. That's the point. Just I'm not saying build up a massive library of vinyl or a massive library of CDs like I have, but every once in a while an album comes along or a song comes along that you really love, buy it. Support the artist. Anyway, I don't want to get any more off topic. I think I covered what I meant to cover. Buy vinyl, buy CDs, buy digital files. Just keep supporting music. Let's not have music go away and... When I'm old and gray and in a wheelchair, all I can listen to are 80s and 90s songs because there has been so much good music in the last 20 years and there's so much great music to come. I'm Scott Hamilton. My nickname's Rockfile. I've had it since college. That's why everything's named Rockfile because I love music and it everything about it just sticks in my head. So be it. Please subscribe to the podcast. Check out the Patreon page if you'd like to throw me some support. And thank you so much for taking so much time to listen. Listen.